Hey everybody, welcome into Roosters on Olentangy River Road in beautiful Columbus, Ohio. This is Letterman Live. I am Austin Ward. That's my colleague Spencer Holbrook. That is our quarterback, Justin Zwick, and the guy right here you know him, Mike Doss, uh, the former Ohio State star in the secondary. Uh, back on our normal Monday schedule after a crazy uh, holiday season. Happy New Year to yes, you guys. Too. Happy New Year, uh, for sure. And uh, I, I hope that the recovery process from the Fiesta Bowl is going well for you. Uh, mm. We talked about it last week. This is the kind of one that uh, sticks with guys that you know, forever. You didn't even play in it, and I'm sure it's been tough for you guys to get over it. <laughs> oh, absolutely. I mean, frustrating uh, just to see how things played out for us. Also, I haven't been able to talk about it yeah. um, a couple weeks, with, um, but definitely just left has left a bitter taste in my mouth um, just to kind of go through that, replay that whole process, and you hear all the hype leading up to this Monday coming up <laughs> next week, mm -hmm. and you realize how close we were, you know, to be uh, right there uh, in the thick of things. Uh, a lot of plays left on the field. A lot of plays got turned over or didn't go our way. And the biggest thing that we discussed when we did the promo on Sean Wade, yeah. which would be a high point because we know he's returning, uh, <laughs> was the fact that he would be the key in the game. And to lose him the way that we did at the time, the timing of that, mm -hmm. I think that changed the momentum. That hurt the flow. Obviously, our continuity as a defense had changed a little bit. Mm -hmm. And ultimately, I think uh, that started the snowball effect of us kind of you know, going the way that we did. Yeah, we had Beanie and Schlegs in here last week to talk about it. But I got a feeling that this game, Justin, we're just going to – Everybody's gonna have to get their two cents on this because well, <laughs> it's the officiating, it's the targeting, yeah. it's the it's yeah. the drops, it's I mean it's the final play, it's everything. Yeah, and it's and it's kind of one of those things for me, anyways. Was like you you had a ton of football to watch after that game, and you keep seeing certain <laughs> plays and certain games. It's like what in the you know uh, like right, what how, how did they call that in our game? Right. You know what is yep. what where I agree. you know how how are we supposed to teach these kids how to tackle? How are we supposed to what's a catch? You know, and it's just you, you see it. It's just like officiating has had just a rough. Just a rough go at it, and yeah. it just you know it just brings it back to every time you see something, you know. It's like, oh well, that hey, he didn't get kicked out. That's 15 yards. They kicked our guy out for making a tackle. Yeah. For right. goodness' sake, you know, like it's just like every little thing. It's just like, oh, it just keeps I've, coming up and coming up. I've been doing the same thing. Yeah. Every time I see a hit now in a college game, and they show the replay, it's like you kind of judge it not based on whether it's targeting or not, mm -hmm. but whether it was worse or better than what exactly. Sean Wade did. Yep. And it's just kind of interesting. I know Sean Wade doesn't want that, but he's going to end up. It's going to end up being the Sean Wade rule. I think if they change this and it goes like a yellow card system, like it should, it, then mm -hmm. people are going to dub it the, the Sean Wade rule. I think that's good for the game. But I just continue to, like you said, just yeah. keep going back to Sean Wade's hit and be like, is this is this the same yeah. thing? Is it okay. worse? What, yeah. what are we doing? I mean, I can't like. Doss, when you look at the targeting rule and the way that you... No, Doss would have been kicked out of every like, game back every in the day. How many ejections? Oh, my gosh. <laughs> he brought the woods. Right? Listen, I mean... Uh, yeah. Listen, I would... Had, I would have probably sued the NCAA <laughs> because I would have lost so much value yeah. as a, you know, as a sitting out all those games. Yeah, yeah. exactly. <laughs> sitting out first half, second half because I, you know, the way I would hit people. And I think it's going to get to that point at some point. Some player is going to come through and set a precedent and sue the NCAA and say, "Hey, I'm losing money mm -hmm. over this. I'm losing yeah. opportunities to be a professional." And then uh, you guys, the way that this rule is structured, you have to come with some more clarity. Mm -hmm. And I think that's the part that makes a difference well it, it needs clarity in this rule because we watched that michigan state blitz yeah it's the same blitz. we highlighted it in the breakdown <clears throat> it's the same blitz 
the same play, quarterback yeah. season coming. And quarterback is done. Well, yeah. well, and you got a six it's six quarterback same, right. with yeah. a smaller it, guy coming yep. and full sprint. It's almost like it's not maybe not from DOS to you, yeah. but if it's me, yeah. me trying to hit you and right. you're bracing yeah. for impact, yeah. you wouldn't need to if it was me hitting you. But like, <laughs> you're always is, bracing for impact. <laughs> right, no, right. Right. Like, that's helmet. The helmet's a helmet. Yeah, yeah. was almost initiated by Trevor Lawrence in yep. this case, and then you just looked at all the other ejections yeah. and the, the, the intent. The, the intent. It's like the refs never played football and they don't understand. Right when you're out there. That's how fast things happen. You can't throw a kid out because he was going to make – I mean, he wrapped – and right. then you know and he continued tackle. the tackle. I mean, it wasn't a launch. Yeah. It wasn't. He, right. You know he, he's a smaller guy going to yeah. tackle a bigger guy. Yeah. And you know and, and what about Chase Young? Hands the face, getting held on the, the end of that play. Exactly. Nobody right. says anything about no. that the game before that. Oklahoma oh, LSU. Yeah. The kid, from, the kid from Oklahoma, Oklahoma launched his body. If you're trying to tell us, me yeah. that the same penalty should be called yep. on what For he did and what Sean Wade did on that blitz, I got bad news for you. That's just like. How in the world can you even look at those two plays and think they they should they deserve the same penalty? It just right. it, they just don't. Yeah. No. Anybody who's ever watched uh, Letterman Live, brought to you by Roosters, knows that I think it's time for that yellow card, red card. Mm-hmm. If you're going to have a targeting, they, they can't all be the same. If they're going to try to measure intent, that's what the only way you can tell a difference. Because what Sean Wade did, as you said, Spencer, yeah. was not the same mm-hmm. as what happened in the Oklahoma game or some of these others we've seen. Where you're yeah, taking almost, shots yeah. and leaving your feet. Like you said, it's always gonna have to go to an NBA flagrant run, flagrant yeah. two. We gotta review the tape, mm-hmm. see, you know, was it above the neck? Is it an intent? Was it just, you know, deliberately trying to yank a guy down? Yeah. It's so you're gonna have to get to that kind of standpoint where the ruling has to be very clarified. And I and I think it will be some precedent of a player, maybe a red shirt sophomore or something, yeah. and he may be oh, top. Think if that's his last game, yeah, and you know he's trying to go out and play right. two more games in the playoffs, yep. and he gets kicked out. So that means he's out for the second half and the first half of the next game if yeah. they were to win. You know, like exactly. that could hurt a guy. You know, who's that could have been leave. the second half. Sean Wade could be potentially missing the national championship. Exactly, that could have been. It could, you know, yeah. be a senior year. I mean, this could be next year. Be yep, a senior exactly. year. What and how do we? You know, you know, how do we rank that? How do, can he get value of playing against the best count talent and be able to, you know, make his draft site be as high as it could be? Well, like you said, Mike, I mean, that could have been the last game of Sean Wade's career. That would have been the final memory, the disappointment of sitting in that locker room for the mm-hmm. entire second half uh, out there at State Farm Stadium. I mean, that's just uh, a miserable way, especially because you saw it immediately change the game in Clemson's favor. Mm-hmm. Uh, but it will not be the last game of Sean Wade's career. Yes. Spencer and I went down to Florida over the weekend. To meet with the Wade family and uh, give him yeah. a chance to announce his. How decision. was it? How was that trip? How yeah, was that? No, I mean, it was nicer than. They didn't want to take us on the road. They didn't want to yeah. take yeah. us on the road with them. What the heck? It was a quick no turnaround. Me. We didn't no have time to coordinate me. with Jay Z and Doss, but you know, next year when yeah. somebody decides to come back, we'll take the whole crew. Because if if anybody's an expert on throwing these events to announce a return, I know Mike Doss. Somebody said, "Well, you don't throw a press conference if you're going to the league. No, are going coming back. Right. So Mike Doss." Cardale Jones, now there's three. Right. I mean, my time was different. I mean, 17 years ago, I mean, it's, it was that. Well, I know, right? It's like, geez. Um, it's one of those deals, uh, you know, I really didn't know what I wanted to do up until that point. It was leaning all on my mom, and um, she wanted me to come back and get my college degree and be the first to get that education in our family. But um, emotionally, as a player, I was really torn because I knew my potential. I knew I could play at that next level. Mm-hmm. So, 
to really go back through that and if people ask me to this day like you know would you have would you change your mind i mean clearly not if we won a national championship <laughs> right but ultimately you know when you look at my career i could have been a year closer to free agency oh, yeah. you know i got hurt my mm -hmm. contract year i mean you hindsight's 2020 these things but ultimately it's just different day and age the marketing and the hype is different you know i, I probably would have won the thorpe award i mean no one's been a two-time thorpe award <laughs> finalist and not win it you know what yeah. i mean so those kind of things like without the hype you know so bitter about yeah. it though. <laughs> <laughs> but i think for sean wade uh i mean i'm happy for him i'm happy that he has a clear head a clear conscience mm -hmm. uh the, the thing for him now moving forward from that decision which is important is to know that you're all in right this is it this is my last run um, i'm going to lead as he stated he wants to be the leader of the secondary he mm -hmm. wants to make sure he uh, uh, uh feeds into the young players and get these guys to play up to a higher level and carry that tradition of a secondary which they brought back here the last several years and for sure here at 19 they really put a stamp on the country to know that when you play against the Buckeyes secondary we're here to play and when you when you came back how was the room i mean did, did, did the guys know you're going to come back or did you no. did you have to bring those younger guys I mean, I know Donnie Nicky, and we had some right. older guys there yeah, in the well, secondary. Uh, but you know, like what role? I mean, you come back, and those guys looking at you saying, "Man, Mike Dodge just said I'm not going to the NFL. I'm coming back into right. this room." Yeah, 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 you know, like yeah. I mean, exactly. I'm sure that, that yeah. you know, kind of those guys look at you like, "Man, okay, right. I'm going to listen to everything and, this guy has to say." And I think for our team camaraderie, you know, what's different for me is I didn't get a real good chance to play with my class. So I was a freshman, got to play special teams, started against Michigan as a freshman, mm -hmm. sophomore year got to start, and then it was kind of that year. Right? Anyone that our recruiting class got in, this is their time, yep, right? Yep. The Tim Anderson's, the Craig Krenzos, and whatnot. And I felt in our room, in the secondary room, we were veterans, but I just solidified that room to say, look, I'm here, another one, let's go. We're all yep. in. We're going to do this thing, Matt Wilhelm and those guys. We stayed so tight from watching film, eating, hanging out, to doing everything, to put it all in for that one run yeah. um, in 02. And, from, you know, Jay-Z yeah, Jay was there. Yeah, I, mean, I was there. Was, I got to watch it all from yeah. uh, a very low pressure. <laughs> <laughs> I got to enjoy. The weather in Arizona was much nicer yeah. when I was a freshman. <laughs> the sun was shining and the Buckeyes won. Yeah, it's not yeah, a coincidence. Yeah, it's it's, it's right, raining right. in Arizona. But, but, but just that. Way. But I think that feel for like now you got what 14 enrollees come in yeah, just today today, mm -hmm. yep, today yep. just started class yep. so those things were different i mean clip was the one and only that yeah. we knew you yeah. know i mean you would have yeah. did it yeah well yeah knew. i mean it wasn't you know that big of a thing right. back in the day yeah. Yeah. i would have did it coming out of high school if i knew but now you go from that to 14 enrolling so now you get this camaraderie these young freshmen coming in starting classes spring ball yeah. summer workouts where they're in the program just like hey you're jumping on this yeah. train where ours was kind of like Hey, we're trying to set a new precedent. Mm -hmm. Trust is new coach. You know, new coach just got the first win against Michigan mm -hmm. in 17 years. Uh, so it was kind of like we're just starting this new wave, and we've been riding it ever since. Well, I think it's fascinating with the Sean Wade decision, and the same is true for J.K. Dobbins or Jeff Okuda, Chase Young, the guys who went who are leaving. Uh, a handful of other guys decided to stick around, like Baron Browning, three guys on the offense. The punter. He was really seriously uh, considering it because he's, yeah, he's fair, fair, married. Yeah. He's and, good, yeah. Uh, I mean. uh, but, uh, you know, but that's another piece that you add. Mm -hmm. Like, there's so much that goes into this. I think people have the, this expectation that you're just putting in for the feedback from the advisory committee, whatever it says. I'm ready to make money. Let's do it. But, you know, for Sean Wade or these other guys, it's like, well, do I get to play outside cornerback? Who's mm -hmm. going to be the position coach? Can I get the insurance policy oh, uh, to protect loss of value? Mm -hmm. uh, Absolutely. I mean, yeah. and it was different. The loss of value was new, right? That's probably 
or maybe the last five, ten years when I when I bought my insurance, it was just for one year. Yep. This is it. You're you're buying a premium for one year of insurance. If you get injured, hey, this is what you can you know buy. You want a million dollar policy? Mm-hmm. It cost me twenty five thousand for you know one twelve months. So it's kind of one of those deals where the mm-hmm. game and the evolution has changed the thought process. And as you said, it goes to family situations. Mm-hmm. Can I get my degree? Yep. You know how far am I away? Does don't. he want to come back and work on right. something that will maybe help him, yeah. you know, maybe come rise higher. up to that first yeah. round pick, you know, or, or top 10? Exactly. So, like a Sean Way, he's rated the sixth corner taken. I mean, it's kind of hard as a defensive back who goes, the premium on defensive back play is huge well, right now. And in, I, in I had that conversation with, with his father, Randy, on Saturday. It was like, okay, if you're the number six corner and you're thinking and they used to give you these grades like well that could yeah. make you a first round pick it could make you could. a first round pick yeah. but that's if all 32 teams are, are need trying a corner, to yeah. a corner. Yeah. And, I, and I remember Ryan Pickett my sophomore year going going into my junior year Ryan Pickett and Nate Clemens those guys decided to leave early and uh, Ryan Pickett was rated like the eighth defensive tackle defensive lineman and he goes first round because nine defensive linemen got picked. He was the tenth defensive lineman picked, but it was the first round, thirty first yeah. pick. So it's kind of one of those things where I was like, I was stating if there's a premium on secondary play, the first guy goes off, Akuda goes off at number three, then the next guy goes off at number six, and the next mm-hmm. guy goes at number twelve. Next thing you know, it's like people are running, making a run yeah. on corners. Yeah. You know what I mean? They don't shine well, the draft process has changed a lot too since yeah. back in the days. So, I mean, you see all these. All right, these are what the teams are already out there. This yeah. is what teams need. Yeah, yeah. you know, so you know, like all right, in the first round. Yeah. There's probably four teams that want to go, you know, cornerback. Yep. You know, so I'll be second round maybe. Yeah. You know? I mean, this, I mean, look at Tua today. He makes a decision yeah. at noon. He's going pro. The kid well, hasn't thrown a ball since November, yeah. and he'll probably end up being he's coming off an a first, second round pick just because of the potential. Yep. And ratings of what they so called have him rated. He's the number two quarterback coming off the yeah. into the draft. So if he shows any sign of health, it'd be like a Willis McGay kind yeah. of thing. Yeah. We blew out Willis McGay. He's, he's the number one running back rated. And he ends up going 21st. He could have went fourth in the top five, but yep. he ends up going 21st yep. and still was a first-round pick and had a lengthy career. So, you know, hats off to Tua for making that decision uh, for him and his family. But I think I think for him it probably was more business. If if I can't play football anymore, at least I'll get some get checks some money. for it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. Just try and get something right. before I show yeah. him that I can't, can't play, play Exactly. The Sean Wade thing is interesting to me because, like you say, if he's the sixth corner on the board, that doesn't mean that every single team thinks he's the sixth best corner. That's true. Some teams might think he's the third corner. Some yes. teams might think he's the eleventh corner. Right. And so, if they have like the twenty-second pick or something, say the Dolphins, I think they have three first-round picks. Yeah. If they don't like Sean Wade, that's three of the first-round picks already that are not going to be spent on you. So there's twenty-nine, and now yeah. you know one team's going to take Jeff Okuda. So there's twenty-eight. Yep. Your odds just start getting smaller and smaller, and that and that's just without even like a team interviewing you and seeing if they like you. Mm-hmm. Right. Yep. And, I, and, and the hardest thing is as me as we learn as being professionals in our, our runs or tenures or tryouts or how you want to look mm-hmm. at it is first round is great in the sense like you come in with a financial set of security mm-hmm. but even then second round is solid I mean I was a 59th pick I was second round my signing bonus was a million dollars at 21 years old yeah. you know what I mean it's just like okay but really the true standpoint 
of its longevity, yep. right? Once you get in, how long do you play? How do you solidify yourself? How do you rate, you know, value, raise your value once you're in the league? And those are the difference makers where you see a fifth round pick play 12 years, a oh, third yeah. round pick play 13 years. I mean, you just, it's all about chance, luck, and opportunity. But every player in the NFL, you know, has talent. It's just a matter of do they get in the right situation. Yep. Oh, that's football show, in general, in my opinion. Yeah, College, show, I mean, Joe Burrow. Right. Look is, at Joe Burrow. I mean, right. I mean, bad situation, yep. hurts his hand. He would have been a backup for two years yeah, exactly. here at Ohio State. You know, exactly. he goes down to LSU, wins a Heisman. Exactly, it's crazy. Exactly. So the, the the my point I was making on that on the draft is it's only thirty two first round picks. But being picked in in that draft is is, a, is special, right. you know. Just being selected of those three hundred guys, those three hundred names. But then the longevity of it is: what do you do when you're there? Mm-hmm. How do you solidify your longevity? You get that next contract. Get that next contract. Yeah. The big because the second contract is the one that takes you takes you to a point of hey, this is generational wealth, mm-hmm. right? I mean, being the number one pick, it sets you up. How do you structure that with financial planners mm-hmm. and things like that? But really, that second contract, yeah. when you sign a, you know, a, the Vikings quarterback, when you sign $85 million guaranteed, guaranteed. <laughs> over three years, right? And he gets yeah. his first playoff win yesterday. Bet on yourself, right? <laughs> that's, on yourself. What, that's what Sean Way is yeah, doing no as doubt. he comes yep. back to the Buckeyes. Going to take a quick break uh, right here on Letterman Ride, brought to you by Roosters. We'll be right back with a lot more talk about Ohio State. Roosters is one of the unique companies that we deal with. They're involved in everything we do, from our personal foundation to also the Cancer Research Fund. And that's from the Buckeye Cruise from Cancer to all the events leading up to the Buckeye Cruise. They donate back to different organizations that are near and dear to their heart. And we're so fortunate to have been with Roosters now for a long, long time. All the folks at Roosters are just genuinely kind folks, and they want to make a difference. Thank you, Roosters Foundation. Thank you, Roosters Foundation. Thank you, Roosters Foundation. All right, welcome back into Roosters. It's Letterman Live. Uh, as you guys said early on, uh, those 14 early enrollees for Ohio State, a huge number, a big deal. It's become more common. Wasn't really, as you said, an option for you guys. But <clears throat> when you show up in the summer for you two, what's the first day like when you get in the Woody and, and you're no longer a recruit? Yeah. You got a strength coach going to yeah. town on you? I mean, what, you, you remember what I mean? I, I just remember. I mean, I, you know, it wasn't necessarily the first workout because right. you know you were down and you were trying to be around and you know but it was like yep. that first padded practice okay. yeah <laughs> you know, i'll forget like alex stepanovich you know that offensive line you guys had your senior year right. they were all 330 pound you know and i'm this little freshman like you know you're getting under center like these are grown men yeah. that i'm playing with you know like this is i had a couple big guys on my offensive line but this is yeah. everybody you know like it was nuts i mean like the workouts everybody can work out you know you, you get to this point you've been in the gym You've been doing all that stuff. So the workouts and everything, yeah, they might be up a little bit, you know, 6 a.m.s and, and that sort of thing you might not be used to uh, right away here to start this year. But, uh, you know, once spring ball comes, I think that's when they really, you know, you get those pads on, you start seeing right. these guys out on the field making plays. You're, those young guys might think, man, or you know, they're like, hey, I can play with these guys. Yeah. You know, or, you know, it's just one of those like you, you really got to be on that field to see. How Mike Doss runs around, what he, you know, what he does, you know, how, yeah, you know, that sort of thing. So I think that will come later in the spring. Right now, it's just they're getting their feet wet. You know, they're going to get these workouts, see what being a Buckeye is about (laughs) with uh, Mickey, you know, in the the weight room and all that. But uh, you know, come springtime, I think will be a better test. Who 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 made your welcome to college hit? (laughs) Oh gosh. Well, I mean, when I was playing, that non-contact jersey. It didn't matter. I couldn't throw the ball my first camp. I got Jay Richardson hit me in a scrimmage and it like dislocated my shoulder. Like, I couldn't well, throw the ball. Answer, yeah, right? there yeah, it is. Jay, yeah, right. Yeah, but uh, yeah, we, those black jerseys didn't mean much with Coach Tress around. I think, I think that's changed a little bit now. Dude. 
<laughs> I mean, for me, uh, you know, I came in in the summer, like as, as Wick said, um, you know, getting in those. I tried to come a little early, run. I lived with Kenny Peterson. Mm-hmm. He was here already, and I was able to get in some sprints. I just remember summer workouts with Coach Kennedy. Eddie George, Joey Galloway, Sean Springs, uh, Orlando Pace, we're all out there running like um, straight 110. So it would be the back of the end zone to the other goal line, and we have a time, and we're running. We end up running like 32 of these things, right? So we run like a set of 12, a set of 10, and then we got the last set. And I'm just like, I'm standing on like Joey Galloway's heels. I'm just like, if I can stand on this guy's heels, I'll be okay, right? (laughs) I'm just holding on. And it's literally like the last two runs. And Coach K looks at those NFL guys and he says, show these young guys what it's about. And he's like, hits the whistle. And these dudes take off. This is like the mm. 31st run, right? I mean, we're dead at legs. I'm freaking yeah. about to fall out. And these dudes <laughs> take off like it was their first run. Mm-hmm. And I just was like, okay, now I know oh, yeah. the level of what I just walked into <clears throat> to see you know, what I have to do to reach that potential. Right. And 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 it looted. I think for these young freshmen coming in, the big thing is get in the classroom, mm-hmm. get yeah, get on that go schedule, to, go to class, get to that new schedule of life. Like in high school, it's kind of like you milking it a little bit. <laughs> you know, you got got the love. You're a big man on You're campus. Big man on yeah, campus. Yeah. Now it's like, hey, we walk out. I walk in. I'm on campus. I got you know study time, seven thirty uh-huh. in the morning at, at the Sasso. I got to go to class. You know, I got a team lift whatever in the afternoon probably. Uh, learn the, the, the new schedule of life. So when spring yeah. ball does come, now you feel like you're in a rhythm. Yeah, yeah it's and just you're second nature to you. You know, so you're practice. Yeah, you, you, you did school. I'm back did to practice. That. And then now, like he said, can I go out, contribute, show my value, why I came here. Yeah. But then if I'm really elite or there's a true opportunity for a position like a young DB, mm-hmm. like who's looking at, hey, Jordan Fuller's gone, yeah. you know, Ornette's Some gone, spots open. Akuda's gone, and it's only like, oh, that's only Sean Wade that who we know penciled in. <laughs> yeah. Hey, I'm hey, I'm mm-hmm. scrap I'm fighting. I'm scrapping. Like, hey, every practice I get, who's my coach? I want to show who I am. Yeah. I think it's interesting. You know, Jay Z brought up this point where it, it goes when you get the pads on, because sometimes we get to watch those first few <clears throat> in March and April because they're not putting in they're not installing, they're not right. putting in a game plan. And it's like, okay, well, these freshmen look like the real deal. Yeah. Uh, they they're not out of place and they have three or four really good days. And then you're like, then the pads come on and you stop hearing anything yeah. about like, oh, Paris Johnson looked the part on day one, but day six, <laughs> maybe yeah. there was shorts a and helmets right. is a Shorts and helmets is a different ball. It's a different game. And like they, yeah. I, I think that's that's an interesting uh, perspective from a player, the difference from just going through on air and not hitting. Yeah. Obviously, that's such a, hit, a big part of the game, but how long that maybe takes to acclimate for a freshman or even a redshirt freshman or sophomore. Like it doesn't always happen overnight. Oh, yeah. guys. Yeah. I mean, uh, you see when urban start doing that black, sh- you know, the black thing stripe. Off, yeah, the black mm-hmm. stripe, it'd be maybe the next year or right. at the end of the season, you know, some kids are getting it off. Cause that's when, you know, that's how long it took them to kind of get used to it yeah. or, you know, say, all right, I got to man up, you know, <laughs> yeah. I got to get this thing off my helmet. I got to man up game, and do something. Yeah. You know, how I diagnose a play, yeah. you know, what's my understanding of the system? How, am I full, fully a hundred percent, all going in and in those plays. So, like, you got a lot of players, like, filling it out as they're learning. So then that slows their progression. And that slows. So what ultimately I think what's helped will help these 14 players will give them a chance. Now when they go on the training camp, they have an understanding. They know where they kind of stand. They might they see the depth chart a little bit. And that's like, all right, man, I'm, I'm second team or I'm, I'm, I'm fighting for that backup role. I may have a chance to be a punt returner, kick yeah. returner. Now I got to come into camp with that extra edge. And that gives them guys a motivation. You know, something else for these kids, though, 14. I remember when, when you talked about Reese doing it. Reese used to call me all the time when he was down here by himself 
when are you getting here? You know, so so those fourteen kids having a support system yeah. of each other behind them, mm-hmm. or having that large of a group, you know, they're all kind of going through the same thing. But yeah, I mean, Reese, like, man. You know, when are you getting down? I need some, I need some of my guys, you know, like yeah, my age yeah, guys, because yeah. he's on a, he's on an island. He's on an island. You know, and all those other yeah. running backs are looking at Reese saying, man, I ain't helping this guy. Right. Out, you know, you know? <laughs> really? and that's how it goes. Yeah. I mean, Krenzel and them used to, like, make fun of me in, in the quarterback room because, yeah. you know, there was what it, it was. what it was. Of course, yeah. You know, yeah. but, I mean, that's just, that's how, that's competitors. Yeah. You know, like, hey, some hot shot freshmen's in here, you know. All right, we'll see. And then they start going, you know. And they, so you, you need a support system. The 14 of them will be great because they can kind of bounce off each other. Like, oh, man, can you believe this workout today? Like, yep. like are we going to make it? They, <laughs> you know? they can mess. Are we going to yeah. make it now? Right. You know, like, yeah. uh, but, you know, I think they, that's big for them to have each other. Yeah, yeah. but that camaraderie, is, it, I think it's huge. I think it, you look at it, and I, I've heard people say in the past, well, I mean, it, it is a head start, but it's only 15 practices. Well, 15 practices to – uh, you know, zero these guys. Well, and these guys uh, aren't uh, used to having uh, practice yeah. in the spring, so right. that's a big time. So well, some of them, at least yeah, Ohio yeah, guys, yeah, yeah. Ohio guys. But I, I think that fit, that fifteen practices is huge, just for again, you get acclimated to the coaching style, mm-hmm. the coaching system, Mickey. You know how he prepares guys, and then the reality of it is, if you have a chance, we're stating for some young guy who wants to break out and showcase himself, he has fifteen practices in the spring, mm-hmm. and then he has all the training camp. To go, I can be counted on in mm-hmm. crunch time, and I would say, you know, was it Garrett Wilson? Yeah. I mean, Did it last year. I mean, he showcased what he was able to do, and every time he stepped on the field, yeah. he well, and you also value. have those fifteen practices where you say, "All right, spring ball's done." Yep, I got this much time until camp. This is what I got to work on, right? You know, for yeah. the back in my day, I came in June, <laughs> whatever camp was. The freshman came early. That was our first practice. Yeah, you yeah. know, so it's like. I don't know what to expect with college practices, you know, this, you know, that sort of thing. These kids already having that under their belt, that four months or whatever it is in between spring ball and prat- or camp, that, it could be huge for those kids saying, all right, this is what I need to work on. Mm-hmm. You know, this is what I had trouble with. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You know, that's how you get ready to go and be, be a contributor as a freshman. I can imagine four months in advance, a reality check. When, however early your reality yeah. check comes, it's exactly. actually better. I, yeah. I can just imagine. I mean, if you come in in January, you go through all those practices and you realize, yeah, this is not high school anymore. Yep. And then those those other guys show up in June and it's like, oh, you're way ahead oh, of the game. Man. Oh, man. I mean, we didn't even highlight it. I mean, getting with Mickey oh. from oh, January. Huge. From January. So you really get a full eight months until the season. And you got to imagine the <laughs> high school guys, I mean, okay, Jack Sawyer's committed to Ohio State two years. Mm-hmm. He still has a high year of high school. They gave him here's a workout book, but it's not the full mm-hmm. everything. It's not the same thing. It's not being led, right? Yeah, yeah. So imagine these guys come in. The, the the kids who stayed home, they got a little workout book and it's led by their personal trainer mm-hmm. or their high school coach. But now you're in there with Mickey's program and he sees you and he goes, Hey Zwick, all right, get, take a picture, yeah. see where you at, where do you want to be? Or we wouldn't be by training camp. He's yeah. like, I want to get up to two fifteen. I want to, you know, be able to run four six. Yeah. That's what I want to do. Okay, we're Boom. gonna work on that. Put a plan we, in we place. Put a plan in place. Yep. So you know those things that you can't put a price on by coming early to where they can they get into the strength program and they get that ride. And be like, okay, I can, they get a feel. Yeah, for a lot of time really for like. younger guys. That's the biggest thing. You yeah. get a big offensive lineman that you maybe want to have play the next year, having yeah. that extra eight months in yeah. the weight room. I mean, they could put pounds on him, muscle, yeah. you know, make them into uh, college players. Yeah, so, I think so we'll Paris be talking about Paris Johnson a yes. lot. Spencer, uh, of those 14, who you had him on your list. You wrote about it at Letterman Row on Monday. Uh, five guys who could help right away. Obviously, Paris Johnson's on there. Give us a, an idea of who else might help right away. Well, the two receivers, actually all four receivers <laughs> that enrolled early, they're all 
everybody's going to be chirping for him all throughout the game. I mean, yeah. Brian Hartline likes to have a six receiver rotation. You got Chris Olave, you've got Garrett Wilson, and then there's four freshmen who are super talented. There's other guys in the room, obviously, yep. mm-hmm. but those four freshmen are so talented. I could just name any of those, but sure. I really look at Ryan Watts as a guy that could play early. The cornerback. The corners are going to need replaced, obviously. Mm-hmm. Cam Brown saw a lot of time. Seven Banks saw a lot of time. You've got guys like Amir Reap, who probably is more of a safety. Sean Wade is going to switch to probably a corner other than a nickel. I'm not going to speak for Greg Madison, but right. whatever they decide to do with yeah. him, he's versatile. Ryan Watts is six foot two, six three, depending on who you ask. 190 pounds. If you if they can put some muscle on him and make get him up to like 195 or 200, I think he could be. Uh, an instant contributor for this team. And it's yet to be seen because you don't know how he's going to acclimate. Some guys take a year. Some Mm -hmm. guys take two years like we just talked about. But Ohio State has a position of need more than anything else. It's corner, and they have a a cornerback coming in who's the prototype build for what an Ohio State corner should look like. Mm -hmm. I just think it makes too much sense for him not to at least get a shot at playing early. There you go. There it is. And then we're going to talk a lot. <clears throat> Jay-Z is going to probably have to come in and do some Buckeye cues again to look at these the tape on C.J. Stroud and Jack Miller. Yeah. they got two quarterbacks coming in. Gunnar Hoke is returning. Uh, he's going to have that edge and experience to try and keep that backup job behind Justin Fields. But these two guys, they can both sling it. They're both physically put together. They're both you know, top 25 nationally quarterback mm-hmm. prospects. Yep. And they're both here right now. Yeah, so that's crazy. That starts right well, now. I just, so they just played a game, what, two days ago or something yeah, like that? Exactly. I mean, I right. saw uh, when that Stroud kid came in, my buddy yeah. texted me, hey, Stroud's in, so I turn it <laughs> out, flip it on. Uh, he, he seemed like a like a Justin Fields-type player. You know, right. he, first couple plays I saw, he was running the ball, you yeah. know, doing that. And then, you know, it looked like he had a, had a pretty good arm on him, too. <laughs> and the other kid I've heard a lot about, you know, for a long time. I You know, I haven't seen any film or anything like that, but uh, – I Look forward to seeing what these young guys have. And, I mean, they got a quarterback room that was pieced together. You know, yeah, I mean, yeah, really. For 18 months. Hoke is right, here. That's right. great and all. But right. he basically, they took him on saying, yeah. we don't have anybody else. Yeah. Right. Uh, you know, no disrespect to him yeah. by any means. But, yeah. uh, you know, these young guys are going to be the ones that they want to, they they're going to want to push one of those guys yeah. up to be and that I think, backup. I think, I don't know if you were right there or Spence wrote the article. This would be Coach Day's first time in seven years that he's had a quarterback for two consecutive yeah. seasons. So, I mean, he's this will be the big turning point in the growth in Justin Fields' game mm-hmm. over this offseason leading into next year um, to that where Coach Day in that relationship gets to thrive with the whole quarterback situation. He's going to take more of a leadership role in that room and be able to manifest his game up to the next level. I was going to have Jay-Z break down the final throw in the Fiesta Bowl, but I think we can just end it on mm. a high note instead. I, yeah, it already... should have been open. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, the play the play was amazing. It was perfect. That center of the field was wide open. Huh. I take my chances with the lava going up and at least knocking that ball down. Uh, <laughs> Those but, two yeah. had such great chemistry they all did. year. It was like they yeah. were on the same they, wavelength, and then one, the one time they were not. Yeah. And, yeah. And, 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 well, and, you know, I just – for us to play as bad as we did in three phases, because you can, I can highlight, you know, Coach well, special Dun- teams running yeah. the punter, or right? Whatever Coach Dungey says not one play loses the game, but it's four to five plays over sixty minutes. If you collectively highlight these plays, these are game changing plays. And Sean Wade being knocked out the game. Well, that's right? what you know. That's I know where you're going. Right. You don't want three or four of them to be decided. And there's like nine or ten of them, right? Like that's you know, like there's like nine or ten calls in that game. It's like we got one of them, (laughs) you know, exactly. So you're not. It's hard to win a game like right. So I mean, at the end of the day, you know, we we had a chance to win down the stretch, and unfortunately, you know, we end up throwing another interception. I mean, for 
feels to have his worst game of the season throwing two picks. Yeah. I mean, the kid threw one pick all season. Yeah, I mean, yeah. you can't, you know, it's college, it's young man, it's high, you know, you got these guys. At some point, so much pressure. You're you throwing know? the ball as a quarterback, you're yeah, going to throw picks. Throw pick. You're, you're I mean, not healthy you're playing, and you're yeah. playing a very yeah. talented Clemson right. defense. Like, no, right. don't, let's not pretend like that's that not. wasn't a really good team. Exactly. No, exactly. no we, I mean, they're 20. I mean, going into that game, oh, we're worried about Clemson, you know. Now it's like, well, if we had just scored touchdowns in the red zone, we would have beat them by 20 points. Or more, because they 28 But, you know, not that we're going to keep talking about that <laughs> forever. I mean, or as a defensive yeah. player, <laughs> until next year. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah, we only, have, it. We uh, only had a 96-yard drive going us in four plays. I'm like, where the quarterback yeah. throws the ball and he right. ran all over. Us, so. We only have eight and a half months to go before another game to break down. Yeah. I, I, it probably won't be the last time we mention it. At least not here on Letterman Live, brought to you by Roosters. We'll try to move on. It's 2020 now. Yep. That's what's It's 2020. That's Justin's the new focus. That's Mike Doss. He's got that new focus. Uh, Happy New Year to everybody. Appreciate these guys hanging out with us here at Roosters on Letterman Live. Be back here next week to talk about more Ohio State offseason stuff. We'll see you then.